You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. Praying always is the title of this devotion. Praying is communion, fellowship, and God has brought us into communion with himself through the life of his son in us, reconciling the world unto himself through his son Jesus Christ, the Bible shows us. And in that communion that we now have with the Father through the Son in us, or look at it this way, the life that Jesus has in heaven with the Father, that unbroken communion, fellowship, oneness with the Father is what he gives into us. And thereby he opens in us the way for us to draw near to the Father, to come into the realization. He gives us access by His Spirit in us to live in the invisible, to live there, so that what is invisible may become visible in us. No different than Jesus saying in John 14, verse 7, if you have seen me, you've seen the Father. So now you see him, now you know him. Then he goes on to say, do you not know that I am in the Father and the Father is in me and so forth. Jesus lived in the invisible and what was invisible became visible in him. He is the visible expression of the invisible God. He is the perfect embodiment of God. We are now his body. We have this, that we are given to live in the invisible, to see it become visible in us. Here in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18, it says, praying always, never coming out of that communion. It is no different to me as saying to you, my heart is beating always. I am breathing always. You would look at me, you go, well, yeah, of course. (laughs) If your heart wasn't beating, you wouldn't be alive. If you weren't breathing, you wouldn't be able to live. But that is what it is to live in this union with the Father through His Son. It never ceases. You may not constantly stay conscious of it, like you are not constantly conscious that your heart is beating or that you're breathing. But you're breathing even when you're not conscious of it. Your heart is beating even when you're not aware of it. You agree, of course you do. The same is true about prayer. And so the Lord would love to have us in that kind of communion. And I want to take you to Matthew chapter 17. And actually, it is Andrew Murray in his book, 
Holiest of All, which is one of my absolute favorite of favorite books besides the Bible that I read every day. Never replace the Bible for somebody's book. No matter how amazing the book is, never replace the Bible for somebody's book. Always keep the Bible first. I read the Bible every day and I couldn't live without it because it's life to me. It feeds my hungry soul. But Andrew Murray's book on the book of Hebrews called Holiest of All, in that book, he uses the following scripture as a little testimony of how a friend sent him that scripture and how he then passes that on. And it just stuck with me here. And I'll read to you Matthew 17, verse 1. Now, after six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and John, his brother, and led them up on a high mountain by themselves, and he was transfigured before them. This is what a friend of Andrew Murray sent to him. And then Andrew Murray said, now I pass this on to you. You see, Jesus is looking to take each and every one of us with him into that intimacy he has with the Father. Please hear this in Jesus' name. Jesus longs to take each and every one of us with him by ourselves, us and him, into the intimacy he has with the Father so that we may behold the glory that he has with the Father. He says, John 17, Father, I pray that the glory I had with you before the world was that they may see this glory I have with you. You read it there in John 17, verse 24, 25. Jesus longs for us to realize by looking at him the glorious life that the Heavenly Father now gives you and me through our union with Jesus. First John chapter 4, verse 18 says, Even as He is in heaven, so are we in this world. It says it there. First John 4, verse 18. And here Jesus took Peter, James, and John and led them up on a high mountain by themselves and he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun and his clothes became white and glistening and a cloud, a bright cloud overshadowed them and a voice was heard coming out of this cloud saying, this is saying, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased, hear him. And in Luke chapter 9, it says one thing that Matthew left out. In Luke 9, it says, And Jesus went up on the high mountain to pray. And while he was praying, he was transfigured. You see, it's when we allow the Holy Spirit through the cleansing of the blood, bring us into the conscious union of that kind of prayer. You see, prayer can sometimes be just sending a telex, so to speak, or an email. It used to be a telex, you know, but an email. You send an email. You write the email and you send it. It's not instant communion, like a phone call, so to speak, or FaceTime, as people would call it nowadays. Prayer is like Holy Ghost FaceTime. 
where your communion with the Father begins to mirror in you. It begins to manifest in you. This is what I want to talk to you about today, about praying always. You see, we're predestined to be the image of our loving Heavenly Father, according to Romans 8, 29. We were called by the Heavenly Father into fellowship with His Son so that through our fellowship with Jesus, we may come to know that access to the Father, that we can live in conscious communion with Him. Not just a prayer, oh Father, thank you, and you send it out. No, you're manifesting like Jesus here. He shows us a kind of praying that I charge you with is yours in him. Look at Luke chapter 9. <clears throat> Luke chapter 9. It says here, he took Peter, verse 28, John and James, and went up on the high mountain to pray. Now here it comes, verse 29 of Luke 9. As he prayed, the appearance of his face was altered. His robe became white and glistening. You see, he began to emanate, to manifest physically what he had in the invisible. Prayer is living in the invisible. Or let me say it again. The kind of prayer I want to talk to you about is the life in the invisible. That what's invisible becomes visible in you and you begin to embody it. It begins to manifest in you. And it is more real than you can imagine. And this is all yours. So one of the fundamental graces that you need is shown right here in Hebrews. In Hebrews chapter 9, verse 8, it says... The Holy Spirit indicating this, that the way into the holiest of all was not yet made manifest while the first tabernacle was still standing. Now, it was symbolic for the present time in which both gifts and sacrifices are offered, here it comes, which cannot make him who performed the service perfect in regard to the conscious. So the high priest was not able to show the way into the holiest of all when he went in there to shed, to sprinkle, not shed, to sprinkle the blood of bulls and goats on the mercy seat because that blood did not have sufficient virtue to cleanse his heart from self-consciousness, from sin consciousness, which is self-consciousness. It could not strip out of him the consciousness of self, which is the nature of sin. The con I'm not saying self in itself is sin, but self separated from God is the power of sin. And Jesus Christ's blood was so perfectly holy to the Father that the separation was torn away. It was gone. There was no more separation. 
Jesus Christ was declared to be his son by the spirit of holiness through the resurrection of the dead. And Jesus is the perfect embodiment of God. Jesus is God. He is eternal life, which is a mystery that the sin mind cannot understand. How can Jesus be the son and Jesus be God? Because this is the wonder, my friend, of true Christianity, that the heavenly father was, does not want anyone to be separated from him. He wants all of us to become perfectly one with him through his son. Now the Holy Spirit, listen to this, please hear me. Here is the access into this kind of prayer that is the life manifested from the invisible in us and to see it become visible in us. Here's the key. His blood that was sprinkled on the true mercy seat in heaven is now administered to us by the Holy Spirit removing out of our inward nature that, the, that very nature of sin that creates the separation, that creates the self-consciousness. And then when we're praying, it's just us down here and God up there. That is the sin nature, the separation. But praise the Lord. The blood Holy Spirit now is at work in you and my heart, cleansing us with the blood of Jesus to open for us through Christ's Spirit in us this new life-giving way whereby we can live in the invisible and see it become visible in us where our conscience completely loses through the Holy Spirit's ministry of the blood that consciousness of self and where we're completely conscious of our loving Heavenly Father and His Son Jesus Christ and where that holy heavenly life begins to manifest in our whole spirit, soul, and body. And that is the true sanctification that we have in Christ that 1 Corinthians 1, 29, 30 talks about. And we begin to live in this holy of holies, into this perfect communion with the Father, into this perfect heavenly, holy prayer life that is just absolutely phenomenal. And Jesus said in John chapter 14, when the Holy Spirit has come, he says, then he says, in that day, verse 20, you will know, know, perceive, recognize, acknowledge within yourself, I am in the Father you in me, and I in you. When the Holy Spirit comes and ministers that cleansing flood of the blood in our heart, it removes the self-consciousness. And as we know Christ's Spirit in us, so we know that communion that He has in the presence of the Father and see it manifest in us. That's what He's showing you. Praying always. Friends, God wants you to live in this 24-7. And it's kind of like a child walking with mama or daddy on the road. And it just gets interested in the traffic or a dog walking there or some people laughing there or a bird flying by. And then suddenly it realizes 
I'm alone. And there's daddy's hand. There's mama's hand. And, oh, I'm okay. We're living in this world. He's with us and in us and never leaves us or forsakes us. And all of a sudden, oh, my father. And there he is. He never left us. He's with us and in us. He upholds us. He guides us, instructs us, teaches us, comforts us, helps us. He removes the sorrows from our heart by saying, don't be afraid. I'm with you. Don't be dismayed. I am almighty. I will help you. I'll strengthen you. I'll uphold you with my own righteousness. Isaiah 41.10. And you live always praying. You live always praying. Always praying. I, I was such a long time ago when our daughter, who's now 25, when she was a young girl, and we were in Disneyland somewhere in California, I think, and we were coming down the escalator and just real quietly, my spirit, I just for a second, just like that, real short, was just praying in tongues. And Mariah, who holding my hand, she said, Daddy, you're praying, are you okay? She picked it up instantly. And I said to her, oh, darling, I just feel the presence of the Lord. And I just had to kind of tell him how much I love him. And then she got tears in her eyes because she's so sensitive to the Lord. And she just got so happy to see it revealed in me that he's with us. And loving friends, my dear saints of God, how the loving Heavenly Father wants you to embody Him. I'll close with you from this, one of my favorite scriptures in Colossians. I know, silly to say favorite, there's so many beautiful. But listen to this, this is Colossians chapter 2, verse 9 and 10. For in Him, in Jesus Christ, the whole fullness of the deity, the Godhead, continues to dwell in bodily form, giving complete expression of the divine nature. Jesus is the embodiment of the divine nature. Now you and I are in him made full, having come to fullness of life in Christ. You too are filled with the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and reach full spiritual stature. Come on. Come and begin to realize you are living in the invisible. And what is invisible becomes visible in you. In other words, 1 John 4, 18, as I am with the Father in heaven, so are you in this world. What I have in heaven, I will reveal in you in this world. And that is praying always, living in that unbroken communion with our loving Heavenly Father and His Son, Jesus Christ, and seeing it revealed in us and all the beauties of His love, all the beauties of His kindness and mercy and grace and goodness and truth. And oh, how the world needs this today. Amen. Have a good day.